We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back oh, to the yeah. other pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my good buddy, Daniel Kuzer. What is going on, my friend? Knock, knock, baby. I'm here. I was Let like, me do in. I need to say who's there? Nah, we're not joking. <laughs> we don't got jokes here. Uh, dude, it is a weird, weird time. Uh, these Sunday oh. games, we record on Mondays, so yeah. it's, very, uh, it's very fresh. It it's is. very emotional, very different. We might have to figure out what to do next week because the game is a 9 p.m local kick on monday night and uh so we might have to uh to to, i don't know we'll figure it out we'll bump recording a day or so i don't know we'll figure it out but we'll have to shift somewhere yeah it's gonna be a a weird time next week so it's um lots to talk about with this league's cup game i mean we were talking before we started recording that just about everything that could happen in a soccer game happened in this one and it was wild what a wild time. What yeah. like I just I kept thinking, <laughs> I kept thinking, man, if I'm like if I have no dog in this fight here, like oh my god. This is an awesome game to watch. I'm I'm very entertained. Yeah. 100%. That was almost the perfect like neutral game to watch if that were, you know, whoever, just two other random teams that I didn't care about, but I was just a weirdo who wanted to watch League's Cup on a Tuesday night for two teams that I don't care about. I would have loved it. But as a sporting fan, it was my emotions were all over the place. All over the place, dude. <laughs> I I got to tell you, my first instinct coming here, by the way, we went on a uh, Cincinnati podcast. Uh, uh, it was called it was called Cincy Soccer Talk. Cincy Soccer Talk. Uh, we've gone on there before, correct? We have. OK, I do they change hosts sometimes. I they, feel have like... a, they have a rotating cast of hosts that all do different things. Okay, because I feel so ridiculous sometimes where I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Do we yeah. know him? I don't know if we've been on. We might have been on with Jeff once before. Jeff was great. I had a great yeah. time talking with him. It was it was very fun. Um, I think everything I said was wrong. 
but <laughs> what are we, know, that's fine. What are we here to be right? Like <laughs> it was fun. We went on Cincy soccer talk. You should go give it a listen and, and hear our, uh, our takes and, and jab, you know, back and forth with this guy. Yeah. But uh, he called he was, it by the way, he, he said it was going to go to penalties and that Cincinnati was going to win. Yeah. He was very correct because our, our best player likes to sky penalties over the, the net. And uh, oh my God, just uh, our best players just can't convert. And then Fanta steps up and I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? That, what, You're what? the next in line. <laughs> it was, I have some thoughts about Fontas, Yeah, but who creates the list, the lineup. Uh, who's like, you know what? All right. Who's up fourth? Our center back. Let's do it. Well, there what? was a couple times where Fontas, not, he's, he's got a, a tendency to sort of drift up toward the midfield and sometimes make the stray run every once in a while, which usually yeah. doesn't end well. There was a point where he had like a little give and go with Johnny and he ran up in the, and then he just stayed up there. Like he was suddenly the new striker. That's like, how it goes though, dude. Andre. Those center backs, if you do that give and go, you're now stuck up there for a minute. <laughs> like you have to be, you got to help with the attack because you helped it get there. Oh. Uh, but you're right. He did that a few times. It was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Um, we're going to talk about that game uh, quite a bit. Uh, but I guess I want to mention before we even get to that game, do you re- even recall that the MLS All-Star game happened since last time we recorded? I mean, I caught bits and pieces of the skills competition, which sure. I think is the which coolest is part of the All-Star game. 100%. Uh, I-, I went to it in Chicago, uh, went to the skills competition. That was kind of neat. Yeah. But uh, as far as the game itself, I didn't really care. <laughs> Seems like Arsenal you know, took off with it. Yeah, it was it was not much of a game. Arsenal, um, they were very good last year, obviously in the Premier League, and they they brought a number of their key players. And it started in the fifth minute when uh, Gabriel Jesus, you may have heard of him, chipped Berkey in a, a pretty amazing goal, and it just got worse from there. And so well, Arsenal me... slammed the All Stars five zero. The All Star game is a very interesting thing because you have two storylines here. You have a team of All Stars. Voted on by fans, uh, and the coach gets like uh, to pick a few as well, I guess. Like Tyler Miller, the yes. a terrible goalkeeper. But they are just a <laughs> ragtag group of people thrown together who yes. like practice for a few days and then hey, go play a game, try not to get hurt, that right. kind of thing. Right. Uh, Arsenal is like, okay, this is like our first, second preseason match. Right. We've played together literally like two or three months ago. Yes. Uh, so we know each other in a title race in the best league in the world in a title race. So on paper, the, the European team coming in should essentially always beat the all-stars. It should because our, our chemistry is just not there ever. Well, it's, it's one of those games where like, I don't know how the contract works out with the the European team that comes. Cause like when Real Madrid came in 2017, when we saw them in Chicago, Cristiano Ronaldo didn't play. Like, I don't right. think he traveled with the team for their preseason. So, like, no. he's the big draw for Real Madrid at the time. And they he still also have... had a pending lawsuit going on well, with the yeah. rape allegations in Vegas or something like there that. There was that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, of course, they still had incredible players, Marcelo and Tony Cruz and all that sure. stuff. But, you know, it was fun. They don't they don't always bring all of their players. But, I mean, Arsenal had, had a pretty close to a, a full squad and, and, and they did not let up. They, hit the ground running in the fifth minute did not look back. And um, you're right. There's, there's kind of two ways the story can go after this. It's either, well, of course 
we're not going to beat Arsenal, even as an all-star team. We don't play together very much, and it's an all-star game. Who really cares? Or like what happens if you uh, happen to beat a team, like let's say, you, I don't remember, did they beat Real Madrid 1-0? Or I they think lost one penalties and lost. They? But like, let's say you, you either draw or or you go to penalties or you somehow find a way to beat the European powerhouse that's coming. Then suddenly it's like, what does this mean for MLS? We are, you know, becoming one of the better. It, and it's so funny. And it's such a results-based news cycle because year to year, we either are like, this was great. We beat one of the best teams in the world or this doesn't matter because this is just an exhibition all-star game and people don't actually care. Sure. And he, here's the deal. I'm, I'm agnostic on this situation. I kind of want it to be East versus West, like have oh, two yeah. lineups of the best of mm-hmm. the best MLS versus MLS. But also a lot of folks don't get that opportunity to see a European club come sure. to town. I know that when we saw Bayern Munich, when they came to mm-hmm. Children's Mercy Park, that was something we might never do again. And they played AC Milan. Yeah, we, they, that might never happen again. Yep, we might never get that opportunity unless we seek that out, right? Yeah. Um. So there's that. But for the competition of the game, an East versus West thing would be pretty badass. I even liked it when it was MLS All Stars versus Liga MX All Stars. Because like there's kind of that built-in rivalry between the leagues that's now translating over into League's Cup. There's the sort of like shadow long-term plan that's whispered about like, are these two leagues trying to eventually merge into one Super League? So it kind of gets you a little bit more familiar with some of the players, even though technically Liga Mekis rates better in the United States than MLS does. Uh, Right. That was kind of fun. But I agree. I also love the East versus West style format. Because let's be honest. If you're watching the MLS All-Star game on a Wednesday night, you're probably an MLS sicko. And yeah. so I think it would be kind of fun to be like, let's get more MLS players that we actually enjoy watching and watch the the best of the league go against the best of the league. Let's watch be- Alan Polito be able to represent the Western Conference because he probably deserves it, even though he was injured for the first month and a half of the year. I, I kind of wish there was some kind of rule where one player must be taken from each team if they did an East versus West thing. Sure. Like every team should have a player represented in the all-star game. Now, is that always feasible? Not really. <laughs> I, I mean, what do you, what do you do? You know what I mean? You get the best striker from a team and then boom, they're, they're wiped out because you got to get someone from sporting. So you get like, you know, Remy Voltaire or some shit, right? I don't know. I'd like to think that like you could find somebody who if you did East versus West, you could fill out a 25 man roster or whatnot and just sneak somebody on there. You would think. Um, but yeah. it's that would be more fun to me, quite honestly. And then we wouldn't have this whole, you know, Euro snot, which I don't give them much notice anyway, but whole like, oh, of course, MLS is trash league because you lost five zero to Arsenal. It's like, okay, whatever. I would love East versus West, but they don't ask my opinion. Sure. So. Yeah, we didn't we didn't create this. All right. We, we were meant to lose to Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. That was not a <laughs> we did not have a good hand there. But you're right. The skills competition's fun. They brought back goalie wars, even though yeah. it wasn't with MLS keepers or, or it was MLS next pro keepers, but but that's always fun to watch because that hasn't been around for a while. Then they have the chip competition and and uh, trying to bounce it off the bar. There, there's all sorts of fun stuff that the players get into in the skills competition that I think I agree is way more fun than the actual game. Yeah. I mean, uh, sporting KC two had a, a defender, Natty Clark 
um, in the MLS next all-star game. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of yeah. cool. They do a, a, a kid's all-star game uh, to start off the week, and it's, it's neat. I wonder, do you think they could ever do like a celebrity all-star soccer game, even if it was like two 15-minute halves or whatnot? Because, you know, like the NBA, mm-hmm. they do like their celebrity game, and uh, MLB does like the celebrity softball game. Like tighten the field Why, up you? a little bit and just uh, kind of do like a celebrity soccer game. I think that could be kind of fun. Have you gotten a call for that? I have not, no. Okay, I think I'm, I got a voicemail. I'll listen to that. <laughs> oh, you, you do? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think it would be fun. But again, they don't ask me. So Yeah, but we don't. We're nothing. It is what it is. Arsenal, they're probably going to be very good in the Premier League again next year. And we'll see. So, have you ever been to a Premier League game in England? I've never been to England. I didn't think so. You, have you been out of the country? Uh, remind me. I mean, does Mexico count? Yes, that's a different country. It really doesn't, though, because I was a kid and we like drove there. Well, so I mean, you it's can't not. Do that. And then my grandma like haggled for me to get like a a no fear jacket. You know that brand, no fear. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was like some Mexican poncho looking thing, no fear, and I wore that shit yeah. to school. <laughs> well, my brothers and I are thinking about trying to to hop over across the pond this year and and go see some games. So this year. Yeah. Well, this upcoming season, we're oh, trying okay, to go we're... before. I mean. Eddie and I are Everton fans, so we got to go before they demolish Goodison Park. So, okay, the last time you're going to play there before they're before they get demolished and relegated or whatever. Well, I mean, it might also be this year that that happens. <laughs> so, you know, well, no, know. we're we're planning to. We'd like to go up there, and we're big Disney people too, man. So we'd like to throw in like Disney Paris or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, I was looking at uh, tickets for Manchester United uh, versus Chelsea at Old Trafford. Okay. I think we might try to make that one work, but what's that? Tell you. What's a regular ticket cost for that? Well, I, I asked a friend of mine. I was like, "We want to go to an Everton game. We want to go to a United game because we kind of want to see Old Trafford, and we want to go to a Tottenham game because my other brother's a Tottenham fan. What's the best way to do this?" And he goes, "Everton. You could probably buy tickets at the stadium the day of. You'll be fine. There's gonna be people selling tickets." And he goes, "But for United and for Spurs." you probably want to do something called hospitality. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, basically you go through a ticket broker and you essentially buy a package and it's much more expensive, but they get you a ticket. They get you a guaranteed seat. They get you access to like usually a lounge or something before and after the game and some food or whatnot. He was like, it's going to be almost impossible to get tickets to old Trafford or Tottenham Hotspur stadium any other way, because there's no, it's against UK law to sell tickets on a third party uh, ticket site like there's no seat geek or Ticketmaster or StubHub like that so it's really much so i had no idea if we want to go see united at old trafford i was talking with somebody right before this actually who does like a, one of these hospitality deals starts at 250 a person for so, that's for one game for one game okay see and you're trying to go to multiple games if we travel we're probably going <laughs> to a single game you know, it's just it's that does not seem feasible. It's it's expensive, but I don't know when I'm gonna get back, so we'll see. Wow, how fun! But, yeah, so that'll be. Uh, I don't know if it'll work, but we'll try. So yeah, I'll bring you a scarf from Old Trafford. Oh, that'd be sick, dude! I have a man you scarf somewhere. Yep, right up there. Right. Well, before we talk about this League's Cup game in more detail, I think we're gonna go ahead and take a break, but then we'll come back and break down all the craziness that happened in the League's Cup. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. So how was Barbie? Oh, man. Good movie? I loved it. Okay. I'm all about it. I'd see good it again. Times. You'd see it again. Okay. I enjoyed it that much. I love a good uh, I love a good movie that makes you want to see it a, a second time. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but yeah, it's a very self-aware movie. And it's not a kid's movie. I'll tell you that. I mean, the really? PG-13 rating probably should give that away a little bit. But okay. it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> our producer Nick's seen it. I can tell. So okay. it's, it's, a great, it's a great movie that I think, honestly, even, I don't have kids. Um, but I'm not a woman. I didn't grow up as a woman, so I still thought it was incredible and there's stuff to take from it. So it's, uh, I'm, I plan to see provoking. it. Okay. Well, so. this, this week is a, it's an Oppenheimer week for me. So we're doing that first and then probably hit Barbie next week or something. Yeah. You're not going to get Oppenheimer in the 70 millimeter, 15 perf, whatever, because you have to go what? to freaking Indianapolis or whatever. You to gotta see go it. to Dallas, bro. Yeah. Dallas is the closest one. Is it Dallas? I was like, it's either Dallas or Indianapolis. I wasn't sure I, which one, but I got a buddy who's a big old cinephile. Used to work at the movie theaters. Is really believes that if no one makes popcorn as good as he does, I'm like, all right, prove it. <laughs> and he drove with a buddy down to Dallas today to see the 70 millimeter IMAX. And I'm like, dude, if you got the time off work and you love it that much, sure, that's awesome. People probably look at that the same way that we might look at traveling for a soccer game. Hundred percent. Uh, I still look at my time at the, you know, the Austin game last week. It was just, 
it was a blast, man. Hell of an atmosphere, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. So Nick has also seen Oppenheimer. Said it was very, very good. So I've heard that. Uh, you know, don't you should spoil listen. It, but I heard it's got a bombshell ending. <laughs> oh my god! You should <laughs> listen to both of the soundtracks because it is uh, wildly different. <laughs> oh, I bet. I <laughs> you bet. got Barbie with all these popular, awesome pop songs, and then you got Oppenheimer, which is scored by Ludwig Göransson. So you can of just the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you can imagine how dark and ominous it sounds. Yeah. We so. usually listen to classical music when we sleep. And Marissa goes, should we listen to the Oppenheimer soundtrack? I go, okay, it's orchestral. <laughs> you can dream but of it's not, bombs. It's not what you want to sleep to. Right. It sounds intense. I would be sweating. <laughs> Why am I having nightmare of nuclear war? Right? I, I, put on, I put on intense classical before and I'm like, I can't sleep at all. Those freaking strings are going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I will go see it. So Cool, cool. It's Nick approved, so we'll, we'll have to go see it. Nick approved, man. Uh, should we hop into this ridiculous League's Cup game and Let's overall competition? Yeah, so the, the competition, it's already off the rails in a lot of ways. We have a Mexican team evoking Nazi leaders to make their point about offside calls on Twitter. That's a um, thing. We have... Uh, other teams that are stuck in the airport in Vancouver because that's also a thing. Logistical problems with the airline that the league's got messed up on, so they can't get to LA. They don't get to train. <laughs> they just gotta go to LA and get off the plane and play a game. It's the most like this tournament is again. If you don't really care and you just it's it's peak Concacaf and it's yeah. not run by club staff. So like even trying to get into the press conference uh, to to hear from Peter Vermees and Gotti Kinda after the game, it's not run by SKC or FC Cincinnati staff members. It's run by League's Cup staff members. And if they just would let the normal club staff run it, who do it literally every week, it would probably run a lot smoother. But yeah. here we are. So insane. What we had said, or at least what I had said when we talked to Jeff on Cincy Soccer Talk, was if FC Cincinnati started close to a full strength lineup, I didn't think Sporting had much of a chance because FC Cincinnati is the best team in the league this year. And well, you if wrong. I recall, Jeff seemed to think that they probably were going to play a lot of the second team players. He didn't think they were going to start a lot of first teamers because they didn't want them to get hurt. Now, I kind of wondered it, too, because I saw the SKC2 lineup previously, prior to this, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it was not, there were no SKC loanees starting. And I was like, oh, right. so we're probably going to play some loanees. We might see some some Chris Rindov or some Ozzy Cisneros oh. or something, you know? Yeah. But uh, that didn't happen. We rolled out as close to starting 11 as, as you know, as, as good as it could be. Yeah, I don't think Kyrie Shelton was probably meant to start initially. Um, it sounded like Daniel Shallowy was sort of like a game-time scratch because he had a minor injury. And uh, Nemanja Rodolia also did not travel to Cincinnati due to an injury. So Kyrie stepped in, um, and he uh, he ended up in the starting lineup. And, you know, it, it he played fine. I mean, his cross led to the very first goal for Sporting Kansas City. In, that was a hell of a header. <laughs> it was a hell of a header. Uh, in, in, in the ninth minute, um, I can't decide if it was a good cross or if Kyrie just got kind of lucky because he did have Polito running, and Polito had sort of split the center backs, and if Haglund doesn't head it the way he does, that ball, I think, is falling right to Polito, open at the far post. So I think it was a decent ball in, and Nick Haglund, the 
FC Cincinnati defender Superman dove this and headed this thing with power and pace right past Alec Can to give Sporting yeah. a 1-0 lead in the eighth minute. Why did you mention Shalloway? What'd you say he was? He was sort of like a game time. He traveled with the team, but then they ultimately decided that he had a, a slight injury, so he didn't play. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't even yeah, wasn't even on the subs list, not even on the roster. Yeah. Um weird, right? Because I mean you you were kind of we see Eric Tommy sub in later. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh God, dude, Kyrie Kyrie just has bad luck. I mean, let, let's just fast forward to where he could have won the game at the very oh end. Oh my god, that's could have been a hero, could have shut everybody up that hates him and said, I won this game. It was three two. It was like the 80 some odd minute and, and we, you know, we'll talk about all the other goals and stuff that happened, but um, hell of a play by Logan and Denby who busts his ass to get down to the end line, somehow saves the ball and puts it back perfectly to a wide open Kyrie with nobody within 20 yards of him. And the only thing I can think is he either thought, Oh, surely somebody's about to tackle me from behind, or I can't be this wide open. I don't know what to do when I'm this wide open. And he hit the ball at the one spot that he couldn't hit it to, which was directly at Alec can. Cause if he goes a foot to the left, a foot to the right game over sporting gets three points. I kind of disagree with you. I don't know if I, Alec can put himself in a great position. It, like his, you got to hand, you got to give it to the keeper. Cause he had a pretty good game. All things considered. He did, but he, uh, uh, he was just in the perfect position and made himself big. And Kyrie could have put it one way or the other, but Alec might've got it as well. But it's Kyrie, tough. I mean, he, Alec, it was a good positioning, but he was right in the middle of the net. If Kari yeah. puts it to the left or the right, I mean. Could have, oh, man. Ah. And then, oh, dude, I just kind of knew. I thought he was going to miss his penalty, too. I really did. But no, <laughs> he buried it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sporting goes up 1-0. And, and then in the 12th minute, just three minutes later, uh, Gadi Kinda steps over and takes a free kick from a dangerous spot. And Danny Rosero, for the second time in not terribly long, gets basically a free header and heads this thing with power past Can, and it's 2-0 Sporting KC in the 12th minute. And it's going about as well as you can possibly hope for Sporting Kansas City. Yes, I'm flying high right now, but also I'm like, okay, there's 79 minutes left in this game against the top team in the league, so we need to not let up here. We need to not do anything stupid. We need to keep keep the momentum going yes. um dude this game was on crack six goals <laughs> 11 yellow cards i was like can we get one of their players to get a second yellow please because yes. it just it was you get a not. yellow you get a yellow but no two yellows no you coward the ref you was got a headbutt people to get that liga Amekis, right it was a mexican ref i believe because i wasn't familiar with him i don't know so. what do you bet was that a bad thing no i just i hadn't i had some questions about who about you know, the way that some of the calls were made and, and, and the, yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with um, any of these referees. I think they're from, from Mexico. Well, so it does know. sound uh, very Hispanic. So I will. I just don't Daniel. think we can blame pro. Cause I don't think pro is necessarily the right the referee association for league. MX. So no, you got to blame referees. <laughs> I mean, just dude, come on. We blame white people for a lot of stuff, and we're part of that, bro. We are That's part true. of that problem. We got to take it. So the ref, I mean, I don't, let me be clear. I don't think the ref was the reason Sporting Kansas City lost this game, which might be a slight disagreement with Peter Vermees. Uh, but there were some why calls you, where I was. Why would I you think know. that? 
I did want to point out though, um, before the game, when the lineup came out, I, I sent it to you and I just said, we might be screwed. And then immediately after Danny Rosero scored his header and we went up two zero, I just replied and I was like, what do I know? Yeah. Cause at that point I was like, well, everything I thought was wrong. You don't know a damn thing. We're off yeah. to the races, bro. Like yeah. life is good right now. Yeah. And you're, it's, it's feeling like, okay, this is great. Everything's going well. And then in the 29th minute, Alan Polito gets into a little tussle. Was it with uh, uh, Mosquera, Mosquera, I think? Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a typical little foul thing and, and not anything you don't see basically every game. And Mosquera kind of like pushes Alan off because Alan kind of ended up on top of him. And Alan, at first, I thought just lost his damn mind and saw red and literally just intentionally headbutted him. Yeah, I don't think that's actually what happened. I think Alan got up real spicy and wanted to get in his face. And Mascara was also sort of getting up at the same time. And Alan did headbutt him. I don't think it was intentional, but it doesn't really matter if it's intentional. It's a straight red card. Dude, if it was intentional, he did a good job of backtracking and feeling bad <laughs> and like apologizing so bad. I mean, I'm like, dude do you have some secret anger problems we don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was at that moment when Polito goes out, there's about 30 minutes left in the game. You know, okay, Sporting's up 2-0, but can they hold a two-goal lead down a man against the Supporter Shield leaders in their own home stadium who where, where it's a very difficult place to play? You could tell you that Polito, he just kind of immediately... He had that look, and I don't know if he also realized now I'm not going to get to play against Chivas because I'm going to be suspended for the next game. And let me tell you, the tinfoil hats were out in full force on Twitter just thinking that maybe Polito intentionally did it to not play against Chivas. That's insane. I mean, it's it's a funny <laughs> thing to say, right? It's a funny thing to talk about and just, you know, banter and, and gossip and speculate, if you will. Yeah. But, dude, we're the kings of over-speculation. And, <laughs> you know, that would be interesting. It's like, yeah, I don't want to play against these guys. But Especially it's a late game, Especially if I'm about game, to go dude. to them this offseason. Oh, boy. He said it. All right. Uh, <laughs> dude, they they scored. They got one, one back immediately oh, after this red card. Yeah. Pretty much immediately. I was like, okay, well, that's about, that makes sense. And it's like, so they're going to, they're going to start coming hard, but not yet. We're going to yeah. take a weather break. <laughs> that's well, this is when I knew sporting were in trouble. It was off of a set piece. Um, and technically it's a pulse camp own goal because the header from yeah. Cincinnati player bounced off the post and then back out toward pulse camp. And then it just unlucky from pulse camp. He was diving to try to save it. And it bounced. He had a off great game. Hands. He did. He I, played very well at times, dude, like saving point blank stuff. Like it was good. This is why I've been saying, and you've been saying, and a lot of people have been saying, it'd be nice to see Pulse Camp in some of these games where McIntosh has been getting his run. Because McIntosh is not a bad keeper. Yeah. He saves the balls that he probably should save. But he doesn't go out of his way to make the the saves that you're like damn that was a tough save and that probably saved a goal there were a couple of saves pulse camp made in this that i'm like i don't think kendall makes that save i don't think so either the dude was very strong was very smart uh but he still let in three goals i mean three goals still happened on his watch well okay yeah one of them was sort of this fluke own goal sure and then one of them was a penalty kick and it's amazing because it's almost exactly the same as sporting's offense because you say one of them's kind of a fluke own goal 
and one of them is a penalty kick. So I also want to pump the brakes a little bit when Peter was like, we went in there and the offense was great and it was clicking. We scored three goals. You did score three goals, but it's not like there were three goals in the run of play. You had a set piece goal, an own goal, and and a penalty kick goal. Yeah, very true. So didn't put anything together in the run of play at all. No, um, but there's this own goal, and and this is where I was like, okay, I think we're in trouble. Wait, if, and they had an own goal, a set piece goal, and a penalty. Was there other goal on this? The Brandon Vasquez goal wasn't. Oh no, that goal. was a run of play thing. Yeah, yeah, but they get. One back, three minutes after Polito gets sent off with a red card, and at that point, I was like, "Okay, we're, we're in trouble." And Big then trouble. the lightning delay happens, and we're like, "Great, okay." If this game already didn't have just about everything weird so far, let's throw in a lightning delay. And why? Why don't they do any kind of lightning delay talking to us? Why do they just? <laughs> they just said this game is in weather delay. It and was. And I'm weird. like, dude, that's a perfect time to get some highlights, uh, throw in some ads. Yeah. I mean, no, we just had that screen the whole time. I think I took a little nap. I watched an episode of the Clone Wars on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> You're still watching that? I'm going through, man. I got to rewatch the whole series. To, you've been trying to catch up on that and, and since like 20, since it launched, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I finally went back. I realized about three weeks ago that I was like, damn, if I need to get through all of the Clone Wars and all of Rebels before I watch Ahsoka, I need to get my ass in gear and get on it. So now I'm halfway through season six of the Clone Wars that I've gone through. Wow. And being sick kind of helped with this because I just was able to stay home and uh, binge Clone Wars for like three straight days. But I'm almost okay. done with Clone Wars and I'm going to do I, Rebels. I'll, I'll stick in that animation conversation. I'm kind of excited to watch the new Futurama on Hulu. There you go. So, uh, but yeah, you're right. Weather delay happens. Would have been the perfect time. I mean, it's not like there wasn't a big League's Cup game that happened with Lionel Messi. So you could have talked about that, shown highlights, done anything. But I don't know. I don't know who that is. What, who is, what happened? <laughs> I haven't heard. I don't know. Some guy. Um, so weather delay, and then it goes to halftime. So halftime, uh, it's 2-1. It's and I'm not feeling great. I imagine you're not feeling great. No, because it's that 2-0 score line, and it's like, dude, whoever gets that next goal will probably win the game. And so I was thinking, like, wow, Cincinnati's going to win. Now, they did, but they, they didn't also. We tied these people. We got a point out of this game. Yeah, yeah, the so League's I'm, Cup format is weird. So It's um, like MLS Next Pro, same deal. So we're going to talk about the second half. We're going to break down the rest of the craziness that happened in this game because it got even more wild if it wasn't uh, wild enough already. But uh, before then, we're going to take one more break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. You know, people probably thought they'd get through a, an episode without hearing Messi's name, but... Uh, no, it's impossible. Alas, this is American Soccer Podcast, and that's, uh, that's all the chatter right now, bro. Messi League Soccer. As it's known now, I think it's part of the contract. Everyone talking about how you know LeBron James is freaking there. Serena Williams was there. Kim Kardashian, uh, dude, those are like the goats of their respective sports, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Kardashian, the goat of reality TV, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's absolutely insane. And one of the coolest things I heard about was after Messi scored that amazing free kick, which if you've ever watched him, you probably knew he was going to make that. Yeah, uh, he got to go celebrate with his family, who was yeah. pitch side, yeah. which they've never been pitch side before, because that's yeah. not how it is in Europe. No, they'd be in a box. box. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they were pitch side, dude. He could go over hugs and kisses, and it's like, how neat is that for this man? And we get him for another two years. Uh, hearing Johnny talk about it on on presser last week, yeah, he was like, you know, he's probably my favorite player, and I just I hope he doesn't go on international duty when we're there. And yeah. it's a real possibility. He might not play that game. It is. And hopefully he comes to Children's Mercy Park next year because I think it would be the year that Miami would be due to come play in Kansas City. So uh, not necessarily. That would have been last year, but we didn't play them at all. That's true. So hopefully well, again, that means we're even more due for to host Miami. Yeah. So hopefully he does come to Kansas City next year and, and we'll be able to see him play in, in uh Children's Dude. Mercy Park. Resale prices will go through the roof. They're already going through the roof right now for the Chivas game on Monday. People got their tickets listed in my section for like $180 a seat. Why? Seeing seeing who's stupid enough to pay for it? Because there's no Alan Polito. Dude, those are the people. You just set a price. Maybe someone will pay for it. I I did that one time with Michael Buble tickets. They sold instantly. <laughs> they sold instantly, bro. And I was like, probably should have priced them higher. <laughs> uh, well, you live and learn. I know. Uh, let's talk about this second half here. So second half comes and we're just kind of thinking, okay, can sporting hold on for 45 minutes? And you feel like they're going to be tested. And it seemed um, pretty early on that Cincinnati were, were the better team, obviously, in the second half. They're up a man and they were just pressing hard and the ball was just staying in sporting's half. And it's it a only defensive took about- game for us for a bit. It was, and it only took about 10 minutes, and then uh, Jake Davis misplays a ball uh, that he tries to bring down like he's Graham Zussi, and he's not Graham Zussi in that sense, and Luciano Acosta gets it, sends it across to Brandon Vasquez, one of the better strikers in the league, who's wide open, puts it away. Now it's 2-2 with 35 minutes to go, and we were like, yeah, this is bad. If you're Jake Davis, why aren't you just blasting that ball out of there? It is in a danger zone, bro. Don't try to get cute. You are down a man. You need to be blasting everything out of your freaking <laughs> out of your box. He's watched Graham Zusi one too many times uh, at that right back because Zusi could do that. Zusi does that I'm, all the time, where he st- sticks his little toe out and sure. just barely touches it, and it just drops dead perfectly in front of him. But given the circumstances around the game and what kind of position you're in, right. I don't think Graham tries to do that. Jake made a few mistakes this game, and let me just say, if he those... was due, he was due for one. He was, and. I haven't heard a lot of Jake Davis criticism from from the online crowd even after this game. But because there's no one to replace him with. Well, if 
Kyrie, oh, Kyrie Sheldon, this exact same game that Jake Davis played. Literally, you just replaced them and did everything exactly the same. They'd be screaming that it's Kyrie's fault. Well, they're already screaming it's Kyrie's fault. We lost because of the miss. But I mean, it, it is just it is interesting. But this was not one of Jake's better games. It so. is interesting, man. People love to hate Kyrie. They really do. So 56th minute, now it's 2-2. Now it's a question of, we'll just hold on and get weird in penalty kicks and we'll see what happens. But yeah, it got weirder before then because in the 68th minute, I think it was, it was an Eric Tommy shot on goal, I believe, and it was a pretty obvious handball in the box by FC Cincinnati. Gift to Sporting KC. Gaddy Kinda steps up buries the penalty kick it's three two and now we're back to okay hold on and, and at this point i will say once guy to buries the penalty kick and there's 20 minutes left in the game i was fairly confident that at worst this game is probably going to go to penalties because i don't think sporting is going to give up two goals in the next 20 minutes no i didn't think so either we're dude all things we were playing very well this game i mean if you look at it man oh you got a point on the road that's great if this was regular season right now, I'd feel like shit. <laughs> Cup. We played very well against a very stacked team. Yes. Those, dude, those are quality players. They are. Yes. Acosta, the, some of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Their new designated player striker, Bupenza, he was playing. Like, this This is a, a good team. And I, I was wrong. It was Tim Leibold who had the kick that drew the penalty. It was not Eric Tommy. But, okay. Um, well, we went toe-to-toe with these guys. The best mm-hmm. team in the league. At their own place. Tell me why we can't go toe-to-toe with Chivas on Monday. You know, we totally can. We did all of that, 75% of that, without Alan Polito. That is true. That's not math. That's like 60%, but whatever. (laughs) 66. Um, And, and, you know, Chivas is not... uh, Well, okay. It's only three games into the the Apertura. Um, They're in first place. They're undefeated right now. They got to play Thursday. They do. Um, they didn't do great in in the previous season's Apertura. Op- if you're if you're familiar with Liga MX, they kind of have like two mini seasons: the Apertura and then the Closera. Um, they finished ninth out of eighteen teams in last season's Apertura, but then they finished third in the Closera, which is the more recent um, season. So they're they're a good team, um, but you know, it, you were thinking at this point, okay. You I even thought we said, had this, bro. I thought we you, had it. You said when we were on Cincy Soccer Talk last week, you're like, I don't know. Um, sporting might mess around and find a way to get three points in Cincinnati. And at this point, I thought Sporting was going to mess around and find a way to get three points in Cincinnati until five minutes of stoppage time comes on. It's literally the clock says like 94 minutes and 52 seconds or whatnot. They get one final shot off. Danny Rosero, he's got his arms behind his back. His left elbow is just sticking out a little bit. And if he just stood still and didn't move, I don't think he gets a penalty called. But you see on the replay, he does a slight little chicken wing, slight little move, ever so slight lean. And I'm okay with the handball call. That shit gets reviewed, dude. Like that, that's not that's not just off a pair of referees' eyes. I mean, that people look at it. And we saw it a million times, and it's like, wow wow, we really gave this up. And then I was thinking, let's watch Big John come up big right oh now. Oh, my this God. Be, I, oh, oof. shit. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, okay, this is your time. Win the game, bro. Win it. Yep. You know you're the heir apparent here. 
fuck. Channel your inner Tim Melia, ball don't lie, Lucho Acosta stepping up. Just make sure you go the right way, and 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 this is it. And you send us to one of the bigger upsets in the League's Cup history. It's storied yeah. history. Uh, and it didn't happen. So basically, winning one game in this League's Cup group pretty much gets you advanced. Yeah, that's what the announcers, which, by the way, announcers were terrible. Um, you but think that's, so? I thought they were better than last game. There was one announcer that absolutely hated sporting Kansas City. Really? Like, I don't know who it was, but like even on the on uh, Gotti's penalty kick, he was like, they need a VAR that and review it. Eric Tommy was two full steps inside the box. Oh, like, yes. And the other commentator was like, bro, they're only going to do that if he actually impacted the play. It literally had nothing to do with anything. True. Relax. Yeah, they said that, and the guy was like, well, I kind of hate these guys, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pulse camp goes the wrong way. Then it goes to penalties. Remy Voltaire skies his. Andrea Fontes has one of the worst penalty kicks I've ever seen in my life. And we don't even go the full five rounds. It's 4-2 and, and it's done. Done deal. Too bad. So, Remy, Remy skying it like that. That's, that's just. I knew that's when it was lost. You should never, I, I don't know. You should never sky a penalty. I mean, just. I don't that's, understand it. I mean, that's what makes when Buzio took his penalty kick that was incredible um, in the Gold Cup. And and even when Kyrie put his penalty in the top left corner, that's what's so impressive when you can actually put it in the upper 90 is because if you get under that just a little bit, it's really easy oh, yeah. to send it over the bar. And and they both basically placed it perfectly. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you're right. One point. We get it because if you go to penalties, you get at least a point. And if you win the penalties, you get two points. So they didn't even get the full three points. They got two points. But I kind of if- like that, by the way, dude. That's like saying there's three points up for grabs. We'll see how we distribute them by the time the game ends. Yeah. I don't mind doing that for every single game. Like they're okay. doing it in MLS Next Pro. They're doing it. It's successful. And I think it's there as a little, a little pilot program. I think they're seeing if it works because they might implement it in MLS. It's interesting. I'm not 100% opposed to it. I mean, I think penalties are so random that it's kind of like you play a full 90 minutes of soccer. Both teams getting a point feels fair to me instead of just one being like random shit can happen. Okay, now you are not arbitrarily, but almost arbitrarily get an extra point. It's bonus points, Um, bro. See who gets the bonus point. Isn't that kind of what they do in hockey, though? They used to do... That games could end in, in ties, but I think now they do shootouts and it's something do similar they? where like if you win, you get more points, but if you even get it to a shootout, you still get a point or something like that. It's also, so. I mean, it's also kind of cool. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of for it. I don't know. Are you guys for it? Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. I'm, I'm, I'm not inherently opposed to it, but um, you are right. If we were able to hold on for another 10 seconds, we would have almost guaranteed ourselves uh passage through uh, because if, we would have won, and then either um, Chivas would have won or uh, Chivas drew with Cincinnati, then we would have been guaranteed through with only three points. So we could have just rested everybody or lost to Chivas next Monday, and it would have been fine. Yeah. But um, this is kind of a bummer, and now if we want to advance, we probably have to beat chivas at home and we're gonna have to do it without alan Polito, which means i don't know is it steven a free for time that striker holy shit i mean <laughs> yeah i mean of course it is that's it it just it sucks man i mean everyone wanted to see that play out they wanted to see alan play his old club 
I'm sure Allen wanted to play his own club. It's just sad now. And I, I kind of wonder if uh, that has to do with people maybe selling their tickets as well. Cause I mean, that makes it less Probably. interesting to be there. Maybe. I mean, it kind of destroyed really the only storyline surrounding this game, which was this intrigue between Polito. He's out of contract at the end of this year and uh, Chivas is his old club and they want to resign him. Can he sign a pre-contract? Has he signed a pre-contract? We don't really know, but now they got to play each other yeah. out the window. Out the window, man, because uh, he went all headbutt Howard on us. <laughs> well, and even let's say Sporting loses. We'll play that out for a second. And this is their last game until what, August 26th? That means Alan Polito would go a full month without playing a game. August 26th is the next game? Yeah, because they take like the whole month off for League's Cup. Oh my God. So if we Dude. lose, we're off for like um, three and for a like half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Yeah. Oh my lord! I'm. <laughs> that kind of sucks, dude. We need these games. Right. We need something to keep us. We might mess around and win on Monday. We might. <laughs> we might advance. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's kind of crucial. I would say. Um, it is, and if you're taking this competition seriously, which I hope we are. Seems like we are. We I mean, wouldn't Peter have rolled out that are. lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Peter says a lot of things. All right. Peter lies to us every he chance he gets. I'm certain of it. <laughs> so here's the here's the thing that's beneficial for us. Um, Cincinnati and Chivas have to play each other on Thursday. So we have a week and a day off, and Chivas is going to be on three, four days rest. So, Correct. And they got to travel too. And they got to travel. All all and of the games are played in America. There's no games played in Mexico. So. Right. And um, we will have been home uh, for eight days. Yes. Training at our own place in 100 some degree weather this week. Yeah. Uh, but it's, that's, hey, that's a plot point, dude. That's us having an advantage there. Yeah. So I guess we root for Cincinnati over Chivas because I they're mean, already ahead. Or do we root for, let's, let's see, let's, let's play this out. Um, you root for red cards. We were, yeah that's true we root for red cards for chivas i guess if they get a draw um then worst case chivas has two since he has three i guess i guess we we still want to root for a draw but because sure. all sorts of weird things can happen with goal differential or whatnot to get you through but um what we don't we want... could draw chivas and go through on goal differential presumably yeah so it's it's all sorts of wild, but yes, ultimately root for red cards Dude. against Chivas and hopefully that hope that we're not going to have some of their best players on the field against us on Monday. Standings wise, this is the hardest group in League's Cup. Yeah. I mean, for it us, because we is. are facing the number one team in the U.S. and the number one team in Mexico. Chivas it's like, is very Jesus, good. how did we draw that freaking group? Like yeah. when when were these groups made? Beginning of the season, right? A while ago, yeah. So, like, were they made last year or was it this year? I don't year? remember when exactly they were. I mean, okay. America and St. Louis are in the same group. That would be a tough one. Um, there are a couple. Portland and Tigres could, could be kind of rough. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, At least we're not in a group with, with Miami where we had to play Messi in his very first game or something like that because yeah. that was wild. Miami, dude, they're, they're fun, right? I mean, I watched – yeah. I watched so and and it was it was surreal watching him get fouled right outside the box with five seconds left in, in stoppage time 
eerily similar to what happened in, in, uh, against Sporting KC, except instead of a penalty, it was a free kick. And Messi steps over that ball, and everybody in the stadium knows exactly what's about to happen, but they still don't actually believe it's about to happen. And then he kicks this absolutely gorgeous, perfect free kick right into the top left corner. And there's angles where you see it curve way outside the bar and curve back in, and place went wild. And, I mean, it, it's weird that Lionel Messi is playing in Major League Soccer right now. It's the coolest thing. I, I'm also torn about it. I'm like, dude, I hate this. I hate hearing about him. Shut up. Everyone, everyone gets these good, great players, uh, these marquee players. And then there's us, you know, but then I'm like, dude, if you're a fan of soccer in this country, you have to be excited for that because that's just going to grow the game. Well, and he, he and Busquets, I mean, essentially Miami's game plan was just give Busquets and Messi the ball. Once they checked in, they played about 30 minutes um they were trash before then there was one play i don't remember who it was somebody named noah something i forget his name on miami um he had the ball the one who vomited no no uh that was i want to say that was robbie robinson um but he had the ball just outside the box and Lionel messi is wide open just inside the box to his left and this dude's like no no leo i got this one and he tries to shoot from outside the box and sends it like 15 yards over the bar and the camera and, and Leo kind of looks at him and the camera t- cuts to, to Tata Martino, the coach, and he's just standing there stone faced and he's just pointing at Leo. He doesn't say anything. He just looks at the guy and he's just pointing like you freaking Lionel Messi wide open in the box. And you're like, nope, it's all me. That that's a player who maybe isn't <laughs> excited that you got this guy in town that you're like, you know what? Let me show you. I can do a little something, too. Well, you can't. It's like pass the ball to the the great player over here. Yeah. Also weird, never seen this happen before. When Leo checked into the game, the referee walked over and shook his hand. And I was like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yes, 100%. You can't do that. That's not even fair. It was pretty Dude, funny. That's fucked. I uh, hate that. Yeah. So anyway, but hey, League's Cup is wild, man. I, I'm, I'm just embracing the conca caffiness of it and, and the chaos and. Heck, I just want a fun game against Chivas. I hope we win. I hope we advance because I want to watch Sporting Kansas City play more soccer. But uh, I think it's important they play soccer if they over the next month if they have any hope of making a run in the last eight games. I think that's important for them to stay fit. We'll I agree. See. I agree. I hope Allen wasn't a one and done in League's Cup. You know, I'd like to see him play again. <laughs> Never again. I mean, that's true. He might not ever play a League's Cup game again if if we lose and then he gets trained. Well. If he goes to Mexico, he probably will, but he won't play one for us. True. So, um, it is very frustrating, even though it's a League's Cup game. This is yet another game that Sporting Kansas City wasn't able to close out in the final seconds with a leading position. So uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting no matter what happens uh, in League's Cup to watch this team throughout the rest of the MLS season, see if they can figure something out. I don't think any of us have hope that they'd actually get to the playoffs and, and make a deep run, but you get to the playoffs and then anything can happen. So yep, absolutely. We shall see. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of everything that's happening in MLS, I'm sure you guys will cover this quite a bit on, uh, on currently, but women's world cup is happening. Uh, it's been very fun to watch the U S women again. They didn't play as well against Vietnam as I think many people thought they would. They missed some chances, but still got a three zero win. And, uh, yeah, I'm just glad that we have World Cup soccer to watch. Join us on Thursday, you guys. Uh, we'll, we'll dive all into the World Cup stuff, Casey Current stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big new signing know. for the Casey Current. 
Big new signing. We're going to break that down on Thursday. Uh, we're we're KC Brazilians now. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a big deal. I did see a tweet from somebody. I don't remember who it was, but they were like, are the KC current the inter it might have been was it christian who was like are they the inter miami of of nwsl because there were questions about like how are the current signing all of these players within the roster and cap regulations of nwsl uh, they had to send some money to north carolina as well so yeah. i mean there's that <laughs> but hey the current are a fun team to watch big challenge cup win so make sure you turn in the, tune into currently on thursdays on the kcsn uh, soccer feed and hear dan and chris break down everything NWSL, Casey Curran, and Women's World Cup. So, yes. You got anything else for uh, our good listeners this week before we sign off? No, that was it. If you're not watching League's Cup, you're probably watching World Cup at all times of the wee hour. I'm not waking up <laughs> for these 2 a.m. games or anything, but yeah. uh, it's been it's been wild to put it on while I'm working out in the morning or something. So, it it's has. fun. And there's been some crazy story. I think what Jamaica just got their first ever World Cup point. Like, there's some cool stuff happening in the Women's World Cup. So excited yeah, to hear you. Red card, bad PKs. It's a whole thing. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, and and let us know what you thought of that wild game against Cincinnati. We'll we'll uh, be talking about the Chivas game next time, but we'd be happy to read your thoughts on uh, if you care about League's Cup or, or where you think this team is now as we head into the final eight games of the MLS regular season. Uh, but make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review if you have not yet done so. Um, make sure you uh, check us out video, KCSN Soccer on YouTube. Follow us um, on, what's it called now? X? Is it still Twitter? I don't know. Elon's know. blowing it up. I got nothing. It's on. We're also on so X slash Twitter, uh, Instagram, Blue Sky Now, and Threads all at No Other Pod. Uh, you can check us out on all those platforms. Uh, and yeah, shoot us an email at no other pod That's what you at do. That's what X means. DX. <laughs> um, but yeah, no other pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. I'm going to need to see Pulse Camp versus Macintosh Goalie Wars. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.